My crew and I painted the ceiling and walls of two bedrooms, one bathroom, and a sunroom this week for an 88-year-old woman named Dolores. Dolores has arthritis in her back and is barely able to stand up and walk around anymore. <coughs> her daughter Linda was there for a week to help her out because she was also recently diagnosed with cancer. On our first day, we asked if they wanted to eat with us, and they politely declined. But as we started to pray, we saw Dolores hand in hand with Linda, walking down the hill towards us. She said that she wanted to pray with us. This really moved me. The fact that she made the effort to walk down a hill, which she then had to walk back up, with her arthritis, just to pray for us, really meant a lot to my crew and me. The Hope Trip isn't just about the work, though. It's also about making connections and opening your relationship with God to let him work in you. On cry night, otherwise known as Thursday night, the meaning of hope really shone through to me. Cry night was given its name because of the moving evening program about forgiveness that occurred. The program was about how after Jesus had risen from the grave, people didn't know how to act or where to look. When he was on the cross, people knew what to do with him. He was still and stationary. As soon as he stepped out of the tomb, he could be anywhere doing anything, and people didn't know where to turn. After the lesson, we were invited to come and sit by the cross to lay down our sins and the weights on our backs. Now, when I had walked in at the beginning of the program, I thought that I would walk out tear-free. But as soon as I sat in front of the cross, I started bawling my eyes out. I emptied my sins and set down the weights I held on my back. I looked around, and many others were feeling the same way I was. As I sat there, a person I didn't know reached out his hand and touched my back. This simple act of kindness made me cry even harder. When I was at my lowest, someone reached out to me. This was the point of hope for me, to reach out and use our faith to help others. And now that's over, I will never forget it. From the relationships I made to the, point I still can't, to the pain I still can't get off my hands, I will always remember my first week of hope. Hi, I'm Kaylee Bowler, and this was my second Hope Trip. This year we went to Frederick, Maryland, and last year I was in Bernathan, Pennsylvania. So, though hope is about spiritual growth, there's also a lot of emotional and so social growth that goes on while we're there. Last year, I had a really strong relationship with my resident. We painted the entire outside of their house, me and my crew of five other people, and our resident's granddaughter came out on the first day. She's 10 years old, her name's Shaylin, and she goes, I don't really have anything to do this week. Would you mind if I helped you paint? And so we weren't really sure, could we let her? But then we were like, why not let her? Why can't we have her help us? So she spent the entire week holding my ladder, or me holding hers, as she went up to get the top of the house right under the roof and paint it yellow. She spent the week eating with us and praying with us and sharing this experience with us. And it was so moving having this little girl who didn't even really understand what this mission trip was before we showed up really join me part. And I'm pretty sure she's looking to do the same trip when she's old enough. Also, on Friday night, the residents come, some of the residents who can make it, come to our service, our program, wherever our trip is being held and sit through the service with us and our resident opened up to us about her illnesses and her life struggles the fact that her grandson had been in a traumatic accident when he was eight and lost his life and it's a type of thing that you don't really 
receive the experiences and the knowledge you don't receive without giving first. And that was just so surprising for me, something I never understood because coming from a town where everybody's close, but you don't really get the chance to give so much, so you don't get the chance to receive so much. And then this year, I had a really strong relationship with my crew. We had so many conversations about what's going to happen on Earth when we've run out of natural resources, and also what God sightings we had seen that day and how we saw God working through us. We weren't just people who prayed together. We were friends. We spent time back at the school where we were staying together and hanging out and playing games, writing care cards. And one day, where we painted a fence around this magical garden, that's the only way to describe it, that my resident had, and I felt something hit me on the back of the leg. And so I, I spin around, something just hit me on the back of the leg, and there's my crew member waving his paintbrush at me and running for his next victim, and I have a line of white paint smeared across the back of my leg. It turned into a full-on paint war. It took two days to get off. And it was more worth it than I can say. Just the smells on our face and on our resident's face as she watched us run around having fun. So hope is for me about the connections and what you get out of each individual year. So even though there's no one perfect year of hope with the perfect location and resident and crew, it's getting them all in different doses at different times that gives you the opportunity to really internalize them and grow from them. And that's why I plan to be going on hope as many times as I can before it's literally not an option and they have to tell me to stop. <laughs> Thank you.